Into the abyss, the gaping maw, the colourless mass that is time. And in specific, use time, history, l'histoire, the past, rearview mirror stuff. That's where we are at every number one ever. Imagine, if you will, the UK charts as a tree, <laughs> a big, <sighs> verdant oak. <laughs> A the massive du jour. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a massive sprawling oaky bastard. Unchecked, that tree could become a fucking mess, bushing up to an unimaginable size, buffeted by the wind, made weak by mass and time, and then when the first name storm of the year comes by and hits, what happens? Yes, that's right. A deaf disabled blind child with a stick and a wheelchair going to the shop to buy fags under the tree and bang! dead the poor mite crushed because that not so mighty oak wasn't pruned it wasn't tempered it hadn't been seen by the aboriculturalists why well stop crying because we can make it okay that's it put your head betwixt my tits and i'll tell you that myself craig and liam have been pruning the tree of charts <laughs> since nov 2022 keep it together cracking off the weak branches and removing offensive leaves. And would you just look at it? It's really taking shape. It's really looking tree-like. <laughs> and it fills me with pride and makes me hard, knowing little blind, deaf Jimmy shitlegs will live to continue his sad existence against the odds and not be crushed by a stray bit of trunk or some such. Because this is our art. This is our mission. Peace. There's over two years of these to come. Wielding an axe and tugging at his braces. He's a chart surgeon and make no mistake. Chop, chop, don't stop. It's Craig Lowe. Hey, well, <laughs> you, you certainly are the Mr. Miyagi of fucking chart oak trees. <laughs> Just taking it branch by branch. It's chainsaw impression. <laughs> Tina Arena's not the only one using chains in the charts. Oh no! Straddling a mighty chainsaw as he swings from branch to branch. Some say he's going to twat the entire Dutch for all the elm disease. Don't do it, Dr. Liam Maloney. I uh Hey, how you doing, mate? <laughs> Everyone okay? A tree! Did you see that one coming? No, neither did I last night. <laughs> Looking neither out the window, I. the first thing that you saw. <laughs> tree, that'll do. Money on the next episode Just... being a window Moon. into the charts. <laughs> the next episode being another tree. <laughs> Should we name our machine? Wrong one. Do it with that if you want. No. And today's machine is called Booker Qwerty and the MGs. Oh, Ooh, lovely. Booker Qwerty, as in keyboard, but with the emphasis on T, because Booker T and the MG. Anyway, I gotta say, anyway. like your intro to that was a little bit lackluster, but then you you delivered it with uh, with the name. A lot of time for that. Um, since um, Matt gave us such an amazing, beautiful introduction for uh, the machine today, let's select not Matt but Craig to go first. Oh my God! Punishment! Punishment! My first number one this week is unique number one number one thousand four hundred and five. Sigh. Uh, this was number one. <laughs> this was number one for six weeks from the 3rd of November in the year of our Lord, 2022. Oh, God. Booker Quirty <laughs> and the MGs. Time is tight. Give me some facts. Not Nothing. a novel for Nada. you there. Zip. Let's do this. I have this thing where I go. Oh, See, I'm 
Antihero. It is indeed Taylor Swift's Antihero. This is one of Taylor's I Hate Me songs as opposed to her, one of her I Hate You songs. <laughs> <laughs> two forms, two sides of the coin. Which uh, Tay-Tay we're going to get today, Day? Uh, I quite like this. It's, it's, I mean, all things considered, you look back 10 years, could you have imagined that that tiny country little girl would suddenly turn into like this folk electro sort of hero that she's turned into in the uh, mid twenties. Uh, Liam has opinions and he's put his finger over his left finger tash. No, no, I, I don't get Taylor Swift, right? She, she seems to, to sit almost like apart from the rest of music. Like yeah. her fans are these obsessive. Sorry about it. Slaughter them. And <laughs> beep that. Do you know what I might do with that word? I might reverse it. <laughs> I just might reverse that. But I just don't understand how she's popular. It's so drab and ugh. And yet somehow she's kind of held up as this genius songwriter. Did you see that thing about her re-releasing a fucking album? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's getting her rights back, man. I really like that. Artist rights. I think he's absolutely... Right. Do you know why I really like that? Because all record labels now are having written into the contracts of yeah. new bands that you can't do that. So that immediately I'm liking, this is a great idea. <laughs> I'm going to drag us back to the song. I like the song. Yeah? Yeah. I We only listened to this when, when I was... Uh, talking to my long suffering other half and we were comparing the re-recorded Taylor Swift things that we ended up landing on. I'd listened, I, I went through how many number ones she got, which is not that many. Two. Two. This, this is the and second we've already, one. That's we've it. already been, look what, look what you made me do. I kind of get the feeling it won't be two at the end of this podcast. No, I think she's oh, do you reckon she's going back? Yeah. Um, but this is, our, if we, and we're only reviewing the two, even though I was saying to you guys, I can't believe you hate this song so much when on that episode where we've been, look what we made you do. Compared to this one, it is night and day. This is this is really good, just nice, kind of yeah. thematic. Well, well, well paced, excellent, well written, uh, with a good catchy hook chorus that isn't too sort of, for lack of a better word, Taylor Swifty. It, it's it's uncountried. Which is well, increasingly well, if, if what makes Taylor Swift. If you ever expect Taylor Swift to ever record another country album in the next twenty years, you'll be—it's one of those things that she will revisit when she's about in the late forties, early fifties, and she'll go back to look at my roots. I used to do country. I disagree. I, I think give her five years and she'll do like a country unplugged thing, which would be massive. Um, just as a little uh, aside, did you know both her parents were stockbrokers and she grew up on a Christmas tree farm? So uh, she can fuck off. Anyway, good start. That's that's an alright start. Right, we're moving on swiftly from the Taylor Swift podcast that this is fast becoming. <laughs> My second number one this week is unique number one, number 204, Sigh in Another Way. <laughs> I'm going to say like 61, 62. Before we go any further, book a QWERTY in the MGs. Uh, give me some facts from this soul limbo. Ooh. It's been Ooh, it's a one week wonder. This was one week from the twenty third of September in the year of our Lord, nineteen sixty five. Like the drum roll. <laughs> oh, it's got drama. That's the walkers. Is, we know is that. The, uh, the Walker Brothers. Oh, oh, what a voice. What a voice. So oh, so, uh, oh, sure, this, Craig. This is Scott so, Walker. I like this it. Is, uh, this, this is the Walker Brothers with Make It Easy On Yourselves. My only notes are sleepy, yawny, boring, but inoffensive. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, this is the other Walker Brothers song. Yeah. Mm. It was their first <laughs> the, big hit, I think, this. Yeah, the, the, the sun hadn't shined anymore yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, opinions, obviously, a, a positive reaction from the boys. Yeah, I, I, very pro Scott Walker. I, you know, I'm a boring muso hack in that sense. Um, Beautiful voice, weird man as well. 
very odd kind of turn of events to go from basically a three-piece boy band as they were proto boy band um into a avant-garde musical maestro as he turned out to be um but what a voice and yeah i suppose toss of a kind out of the two you've obviously mentioned this is take it easy on yourself and the other one was the sun ain't gonna shine anymore the sun ain't gonna shine anymore is um astonishing this is this is yeah. lovely. Uh, again, very military. Would this be classed as baroque pop? I bet it would. Oh, I suppose it? you're not far off. Yeah, I it's, don't think it's quite there, but yeah, it's getting. It, it's got that kind of grandiosity. It's got a Bondian nature. It's, oh, it it's, does with those big strings. Yeah, yeah, it's like mellifluous strings. You know, it's like kind of weave it around you. Mm. Um, and if Mem serves, yep, Bacharach and David. Of course, it's Bacharach. It could only be Bacharach. <laughs> I think I know this song, but not in this format. Oh, Apparently, yeah. Dion Warwick's done a version of it, and I think I know the Dion Warwick version, which hmm. was a bit of a hit for her as well. Um, this sounds lovely, though. It sounds really kind of luscious and, yeah. and dark. It and, sounds uh, like the mid-60s. Uh, you I think it's a bit, a bit. A, I think it rises above that. It's, there's a bit more magic than say if we had that Spencer Davis, mm. like lesser Spencer Davis number one the other week, didn't we? Yes. And that kind of sounds like the mid sixties. We give that a pass because it had a bit of a groovy start, and then somebody help me, yeah. Some... And that was it. This this has got yeah. this some real gravitas oh, to this. Oh, for, oh, for for something from the mid fifties that isn't the Beatles or a Beatles knockoff. This is absolutely fine. Yeah, I, I I actually find this more interesting than Taylor Swift, to be honest, at this point. I don't. I mean... I mean Let's not go crazy. So. <laughs> I like the Taylor Swift song. Craig liked the Taylor Swift song. And I think, you know, there'd be something wrong if we were holding Taylor Swift above the Walker Brothers, in my humble. Craig, we're safe at the moment, mate. We're on safe grounds. Well, let's bring this on home with unique... <laughs> Number one, number 930. Oh, what? This was number one for two weeks from the 8th of June in the year of our Lord, 2002. For the final time from me this week, Booker T. Booker Quirty. <laughs> Green Onions. Facts. <laughs> These songs are terrible, honestly. Oh, we Stinking the place you. up. We're stinking it up with some cowl. Let's go. We'll get it in three seconds. Oh. Oh, I know this. I know. You do. Oh, it's Will. It's oh, it's Will and Light My Fire. Uh, it is indeed Will Young with the Light My Fire. Jim Morrison is rolling in his grave as Will Young takes a classic door song and turns it into pop idol fodder. Not once, not twice, but releasing it the, the, for the third time. He did it in the top 50 as a piano solo. He did it in the final 10 as one of his songs. And then, here we go, it'll be the second single after his winner song. What did Cal describe it as? Where where Will basically... Because Will won X Factor with this audition, didn't he? Yes. Because he came in, he sung Light My Fire, and Cal said something like, it was uninspired. <laughs> and Will walk, walked away. You remember what he did then? ...of Sunday lunch. And after Sunday lunch, you say in front of your family, I'm now going to sing a song for you. Okay. Distinctly average, I'm afraid. Could you elaborate a bit more, please? Um, I just thought it was totally normal. In the context of this show, I honestly didn't think it was good enough. OK. Please don't take that. No. Please say something back to him. I, I love I... disagreeing with Simon, because I do it every week. Um, all of us have been dying to say things to you, and I've written about ten things to say for you, uh, to you. Well, I just spoke you. as I Sorry, felt, I, so you I, do the same. Did I finish? Yeah. Thank okay. you. Um, I think it's nice that... Um, you have given opinions on this show. I think in previous shows you haven't. You've just given it projected insults and it has been terrible to watch. I think this show, I think you have been better and I think you have given opinions and you've backed up your opinions, which is what the other three do, which is what I respect. It is your opinion. I don't agree with it. I don't think it was average. I don't think you could ever call that average. Um, but it is your opinion, and I respect that. So thank you very much. You are a gentleman, sir. And thank then you. walks out, and he, Cowell did a complete 180 and was like, oh, this guy's great. And oh, well, pub, he's got a personality. Were, I, can, the, yeah. I can sell this. I can sell and this. the public were like, go on, Chin. Yeah! 
Anyway, back to the song. Uh, yeah, it's like my fire with a slight flamenco groove. What it needed. <laughs> yeah. As Jim Morrison intended. I'll defend this. Okay. I I think that as far as the the fodder that comes out of Cowell's smegmatic canyon, there we go. Disgusting. Um, is concerned. I think this is above it all. I think this is actually take your pills. Take your pills. No strokes. Um, I think this is actually quite classy as an output for one of these competitions. There's a reason this happens so early in the kind of pop idol rival stars factor melange. Um, It's because people weren't being quite as um, lowest common denominator about the output, I think. That's damning it with faint praise. it's, It's Cowell's folly. I mean, we all know, and everybody knew, that this was Gareth Gates' contest. It was pushed to all high heaven. And I think everybody that night was as surprised watching that Will Young won. We all hoped that actual talent would prevail, but none of us ever expected, and I think least of all Simon Cowell, that's why he had no plan. The winner song was Gareth Gates' winner song. It was never yeah. suited for for Will Young, which is why Frantic Scramble, what was the most popular song he did on the show, mm. Light My Fire. We've got to follow that up after Gareth Gates already released his first single right on the heels of Will Young and did his best song, quote-unquote best song, from Thingy with the, uh, the, the theme song from the movie Unchained, which is Unchained Melody. Will's first single was Evergreen. Uh, Evergreen. Evergreen. And I think we've which had we, that. Which we let in. Yeah. Yeah. And and back to back with anything is possible. Because we said, and in fairness, this is what I was about to say. We we let it in saying if we were gonna let any cowl adjacent thing, we should let the the kind of first one, the one where before it very quickly jumped the yeah. shark. But realistically, this this is the one. Isn't it really? It, it wasn't it's evergreen. Of, it was this. I also think Will Young is just an interesting pop star. He's is for someone who comes out of that mold. I think he has a little bit more about him than most. Of he them. has an int- well. He has an interesting voice. It's not a cookie cutter sort of. Very we true. can slap this on a on a dance beat. It's a very sort of. It's a nineteen eighties voice. It's nineteen seventies nineteen eighties voice where. You don't have to be attractive. You just have to have a great voice to record hit singles. And he has that sort of voice. He's not bad on the eyes, though, is he? Let's be honest. Well, let, yes. Well, um, that, that that also helps. I will also defend Leave Right Now to the fucking hill. I think that was an incredible piece of music. Well, it will have its time. Uh, will it? Right. Let's bring this down to some real talk. This version of Light My Fire is good in the X Factor canon because it's against such complete... Ass wash usually. Ray ranked against the rest of pop music, best of all time. I can't come out back in saying it's amazing. However, it is not needle moving to rather strong songs. So for that, Matthew, tonight I'm gonna to be voting keep on Craig's three. Was it me? Okay, well yeah, it's I mean it's a it in the kindest possible way, it is the softest of keeps. Oh wow! I like the Taylor. I like the Taylor song. I think the Walker Brothers song is a very very dull song, and I think that Will Young has earned enough goodwill. Young for uh, for a very soft pass. So the the reason I was pointing to you, Craig, is because I thought you were going to instantly bin this. Yeah, Based well, on... I, I like to, I like to be nothing if not contrary. If you expect <laughs> me to be in it, I'll just fucking keep the fucker. Oh, okay. Next time stuff we like comes up, Matt, text me, <laughs> and we'll see what we can do. Um, it's obviously a keep from me as well. I think um, Taylor Swift, interesting, unusual. It'd be nice to have her in there. And this is a better song than the previous one. Walker Brothers sounds dead interesting. Will Young, absolutely keep. <laughs> That one's going to set the message boards alike, guaranteed. Do you reckon? Wow. Yeah. Fun. Um, in that case, then, we're going to move on to our next victim, and our next victim is going to be... Me. Hey! 
happen, lads. Um, so, our first, well, my first number one of the week, number four, is unique number one, 1,111. So, 1111. Mm. Um, it was number one for the first time on the 24th of October, because oct is 10. Um, in 29, uh, 2009. God, that beer's gone straight to my head. Um, mm. Any more facts for me, Booker et al? These songs are terrible, honestly. It's been fucking hell. Adjacent, though. I'm. No, not oh. adjacent. Any guesses about a one week um, X Factor winner in 2009? In October. One Direction. In October as well. Ooh, uh, Chico. Chico. I can't <laughs> guess. I can't say words after that. Flow Rider. Alexander, girl, I know what you like. Alexander, Alexander Burt Flow Rider. Yes, with their hit single, Bad Boys. <laughs> um, Ooh, a slice Ooh. of, uh, like, swing time R&B twaddle from the late noughties. Um, I think this is absolute dirge. Would you like but, a would you like a 45 second? Oh, there? with uh, w- absolutely my life isn't bad enough. Craig's someone likes this. It. Someone likes this. <laughs> it's basically Rihanna's SM without the interest to me this. Um I also so I've realised I really object to the very notion of Alexandra Burke. Okay. Um I was like so you know like X Factor is meant to be about, you know, showcasing well the the myth is that it showcases, you know, undiscovered talent and you know, yeah. people from like anywhere you can be anyone. The kind of PWL school of like yeah. oh you're an amazing singer at karaoke. T boy gets up and gets a hit. Do you know what band her mum was in? Go on. Fucking soul to soul. <laughs> Nepo baby. Ne- second Nepo baby of the week. She didn't grow up on a Christmas tree farm though. Um, so it's it's a shit English version of Rihanna's S and M. Any thoughts, boys? Craig, I like it. Yeah. Of course you fucking. Why why do you like this film? What what a nice slice of mid noughties pop music this is. <laughs> I mean, even with I mean, well, let's face it. We can take float. We can take some scissors and take Flow Rider right out of this shit. <laughs> right out of there with very, 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 very easily. I like the chorus. Uh, that's it. We're just, we're just, we're just deleting <laughs> Flow Rider. Yeah. By the way, by the, listeners, if you think that I dropped a bollock with the edit there and just cut something out, I didn't. Craig just stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Craig, Craig, Craig's brain has decided to go right. You've had your moment, Craig. That's enough. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's. Uh, where do you stand on this fucking tripe, Matthew? <laughs> I, 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 genuinely, I think the chorus is good. The chorus is catchy, but really? it's it swing. I do. It's, that is gonna stick in your head. Where you are. <laughs> it reminds me of something like the year nine music students would write on their pop music module. If Madonna was to have done that chorus in the mid eighties, we would be wanking ourselves to a froth over it. However, Fair. it wasn't Madonna. <laughs> it was Alexandra Burke in two thousand nine with Florida at the front. Yeah, and it's got a swing time kick, right? So in one hand, I've got a, a pretty decent chorus here. Yeah, it's doing a lot of heavy lifting because the rest of it, it's it's, it's the classic bit of gold in a sewage farm, you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> um, that being said, it's still caked in poo. <laughs> oh, that's what I'm saying. There's a yeah. lot of shit there. Is it worth wading in? That's oh, the question. I, I love an uphill battle. Let's go. <laughs> So before Craig becomes entirely lavatorial, let's move on to unique number one, 808. Uh, This was number one for the first time on the 19th of December, 98. So it was number one on Christmas Day, but it wasn't a proper Christmas number one. Right. Um, 
any more facts? Booker T, Booker Quid T, and the MGs. Fucking hell. Good minute. Yeah. Actually, sorry, wrong one. One more feeling. It's been. Um. Any any guesses? What didn't make Christmas number one in ninety eight? Wasn't Christmas number one, so it's not the Spice Girls because Spice Girls probably took Christmas number one in ninety eight. Yep, goodbye. Knock this off the charts. So I yep. reckon this is going to be something that a lot of people want. It, it, is is this is this surprisingly cool to be near the top? Oh, no, <laughs> it's not. Is no. It? Right, forget this that is, thought. This for is this ensemble number for three. Uh, for like third number the, one. Third number one. This ensemble. So it's a one. It is not. Oh. Um, but Ooh, you're in the right... Steps. You're both in the right territory in that it is an ensemble because I told you so, but here you go. <laughs> Yay! Bewitched? It is bewitched with... Well done, Craig! I'm, so, I'm genuinely happy about that. Uh, I'm trying to dredge this. It's Blame It on the Weatherman. It is not Blame It on the Weatherman. It's not Blame It on the Weatherman. Give us the initials of the title. T-Y-I-B. Chib. T-Y-I-B. Till you, I believe. <laughs> Close. To you, I belong. <laughs> to you, I belong. I still think To you, I believe is a better song title. Would you like a, a blast of something that's sort of a chorus? Yeah. Does it river dance? He's back. a lot isn't it it's a Jesus l- Christ that tin whistle <laughs> but they're Irish do you not know it, it doesn't fucking matter <laughs> um, the B side to this though was their crack at a Christmas song which is ingeniously called Bewitched Message Bewitched which is hard to fucking say Bewitched Message to Santa Ooh. is it a song or is it just like them um... I've no idea I've not listened to it because um, but yeah, uh, Basterist Witched, there, <laughs> which is how it's pronounced in Ireland, I believe. Um, this is the third of their four number ones, but I wanted to give you a wiki fist. This is in the section about live performances. This is going to be marvellous. There's a sentence in this that just makes me kind of go, I'm sorry, what? During performances... Lead singer Adele Lynch wore finger symbols, which she would clap in time with the symbol claps in the music. Fine. Cool. Yeah. This became another one of Bastrich's witched (laughs) signature performance moves. And this is where it gets fucked up, right? Right. Alongside with dancing an Irish reel for the bridge in Saint-Lavy. Fine. The human roller coaster in Roller Coaster... Correct. And the facial hand gesture for Blame It on the Weatherman. I want to know what both of those things are. What is a human roller coaster? Is it like a human centipede? Sitting on the floor. Sitting on the floor like sitting on the floor. And then what was the facial hand gesture for Blame It on the Weatherman? What could that be? I think just shoving a, a middle surely finger up your rain nose. Is, surely rain's falling into Weatherman. I mean, he can't, th- there's no other bit there. Oh, Will no. we ever know that? Fucking Bewitched. Who's, who's going watching Bewitched live? Oh, wait, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I had the chance to go and see Bewitched and Chumba Wumba live, and I didn't. What? <laughs> what Butlins resort were you at when they were? <laughs> I, was on, I was on holiday in Cork. Um, Christ, this isn't true. So, in terms of. <laughs> where are we, gentlemen, in terms of. Um, in the Kitchen of Distinction? So, we've had. Um, Alexandra, my mum was in Soul to Soul Burke with Florida, doing Bad Boys, and Bastrick's Witched version of To You I Belong. I mean, I will go to the map for Beastar Witched <laughs> with the best of them, but this one, uh, <laughs> not a fucking chance. This is fucking gash. ML? Can't go in this, mate, can it? No, it needs to be something spectacular next one. Um... Okay. Uh, do you know what? Actually, yeah, let's put this out there. It is possible 
It, it is would possible have to be big, though, wouldn't it? It'd oh, be, it would. I reckon there are we're only... We're in two tribes territory or something like that. Eight right? songs that could possibly be this. Eight. Two tribes are already in. It is. I feel like we're in everything now. <laughs> Did I want to dance with somebody, make it into yeah. the number one spot? Yep. In that case, that, that could bring it in, for instance. Um, so let's see if that happens with unique number one, 1,348. I'm getting a bit... <laughs> Which was number one for the first time on the 11th of November 2008. Oof. It was number one for two weeks. Booker, have you got any facts for me, please? So this is the first, uh, no, sorry, the second one of these sorts of recordings that we've had in the pod so far. Um, second? Have, yes, have a listen. It's it's um, Gaga and the bloke in with a beard. It's the Star Is Born song from it the is. third or from fourth make of uh, Star Is Born. Bradley Cooper. Yes, thanks, Craig. Uh, uh, shallow. Correct. And what's it the second of? Um, it's our second live recording, as far as I know. That we've had on the pod wonder, anyway. Oh, that's such a good one, actually. I wonder how many live tracks got to number one. I must remember to, to look into that. Oh, I really like this. So, I have never seen A Star Is Born. Any of In them? any form. I've not seen any Not a Scooby-Doo what watched it is. Them, I've watched every single version because it's really interesting. Right. It was Streisand Can- for one of them, wasn't it? 77, classic Streisand oh. and Christopherson. So... The reason why it's quite interesting to watch, so there's a 1930s one, there's a Judy Garland in the 50s, there's Streisand in the 70s, and there's Gaga now. Now, the film arc is, spoilers, guys, the film arc is famous rock guy picks wonderful singing woman off the street, off from the restaurant, from the bar, she then tours with him, sings the songs with him, and then her her star becomes more successful. He is not unhappy about this, but there's tension, and it builds to a point about three quarters of the way through the film. Then whipping to the end, the bloke kills himself. There you go, there's your spoiler. But the three quarters point is the interesting bit because it's a shaming of the male character. So in the 70s one, this Streisand one, he beats her. I can't remember what the Garland one is, but the 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 modern day one. At first, when I watched it, I thought that's an odd thing, but it's actually bob on. Basically, Bradley Cooper in the film has got a drink problem, and she goes up to collect her award for her song "Big Moment." He goes up and joins her. He's absolute shit face all over the television and all over the internet. He pisses himself. Oh my god! Are you? T- I'm, I'm being honest. Serious. So it's like that kind of public shame. That that is the modern day equivalent of physical spousal abuse. Spousal abuse, bedwetting. Yeah. I mean, obviously, spousal abuse these days is not looked upon. <laughs> that's gone, yeah. you know, because the film would just end there. But yeah, no. So the, that's why it's quite interesting to see how how we've moved forward. It is. It's a good film. There's there's a really heartbreaking bit actually in the new bit where he hangs himself in his garage and there's just this shot of a long shot where his dog's waiting outside the garage door waiting for him to come out. Oh. Is that just because it's a dog? (sighs) Nice one Craig. Thanks mate. Well we know who's got no soul tonight. Well Um, Bob let's let's do the Bob hair (laughs) checklist with Craig. Have you ever killed an animal? (laughs) (laughs) So um, Craig, where do you stand on this? Matt's clearly in adoration of the thing. It's good, it's alright. I don't like Gagar. If I was going to let Gagarin, it wouldn't be this one. Gagarin! Fair. You're in Gagarin. <laughs> Episode title, Stop lads. It. Stop it, it's not getting any better than that. That is really convoluted. Um, <laughs> um, I think this is just drab American soft rock. It's good. It is... His band are a drab American soft rock band. I, th- I, th- I think in context, it probably makes a lot of sense if you've seen the film and you know the, the, the story behind it. It's like watching Ghost, hearing the song Ghostbusters without knowing that it's a film about people who bust ghosts. <laughs> it's, just, it's just nonsense. 
I, I've got to say, I agree with Craig on this one. It's just twaddle. And I also think like the, the song, without knowing the context of the film, is sort of meaningless. And not that I, I'm saying, like, I, I, I think it, I think it's good. I think it stands up. I think it's it's, uh, it's possibly one of the best things Gaga's done in the last ten years. To be fair, well, and oh, um, fact, yeah, no, no, because the, the woman, I, the the fair thing, the thing Gaga really annoys me because she is obviously incredibly talented, um, almost to a, a, a cultural kind of polymath way in the fact that she's a fantastic actress. Yeah. Um, and she should be spectacular music, and she's current. She's flattered to deceive through a queer. There's been there's been a couple of cases of uh, some of her singles have been genuinely fantastic. Paparazzi being a great example. And then you get you know then she also be, almost becomes like a, a self mocking figure with stuff like Judas and and things like that. And it's uh, on this way. Yeah, and it's all just a bit lowest common Gaga. Um, but this, this because it's tied to a film, and it's really quite, it's an emotive performance in the film. You guys are absolutely right. The film adds its weight. So just on this, does it save Bad Boys by Alexandra Burke and Bewitched? I mean, I can't look at myself <laughs> that, in the mirror if I say Listen to that sentence can again. I, can I? I can't look at myself in the mirror and say that. I've, I've said my piece about Gaga, and I think you should just go down to the tip now, right? Craig, I feel like you're just straight bidding, aren't you? Oh, yes. Oh, Easy. All right. A little bit churchy. All right. All right. I'm, I'm absolutely <laughs> the same. It's Well, one thing I will say is Gaga has released some decent singles. Rain On Me with Ariana Grande a couple of years ago was an absolute fucking killer. She could have been, and still can, incredible. She's not consistent. She absolutely not. Yeah, Joanne was a car crash of a fucking album. Anyway. It doesn't need to be. She sat on a mountain of money. True. But she's still going in the bin. Oh, Jesus. Well. <laughs> shan't be a moment. Pardon, pardon me. Pardon me for that. That went in with some venom. <laughs> you know, we've, we've, all, we've all done it, haven't we, where we just try and either put something down or throw something in the bin and we do it with far too much. <laughs> Um, Shall we have a listen to uh, uh, number two? A mucky dip. Garbage. What the hell's that? Tinnitus, I think. Any ideas? No, what is it, Liam? Right. Like every four o'clock in a gym anywhere in the country. I'm just going to skip it into the build up, probably. Oh, I like that. I like the way that we've we've dropped in and we're still not the wiser. Put a donk on it. So apparently, this is Won't Look Back by Duke Dumont. Um, He's in. It's fine. To be honest, Mm, it's probably better than the three that we've had. It's no bad boys away or what. It's it's nothing special. It, it's a bit kind of um, black boxy. It's better than Bewitched. I can say that quite happily. Um, according to um, Wikipedia, if Duke, uh, this is a, a quote about the um, the track itself from Four Music. If Duke Dumont is watching you, could you please tell us? the amazing vocalist is on this track she deserves a credit we don't know who she is oh sick burn i know crazy rosie Gaines all over again next unique number one seven two five three weeks 90s august 1995 any guesses God, uh, can you give us any more information? Oh, machine. Anything. <laughs> no, of course not. Right, hit play. Oh, this would be a great uh, hardest intros in the world. I'm not getting it. Weber version of Never Forget. That he, he did the single version, the album version. It's not like this. This is the uh, 
the Weber mix. So ah. Well, it would be the, the single version, wouldn't it? Mm. Yeah. yeah, not the album version. I mean... Uh, Did I play you. the wrong thing there, Craig? No. No. You played okay. the right thing, that was the thing. Craig, just a little bit of insight there for us. Yeah. That Andrew Lloyd Webber orchestrated the single version of Take That's Never Forget. So, I've never heard Never Forget. What? No. Don't lie. No, no, seriously, I've not. Because this was so out of my ken at the time. And it was really heavily referenced. And you remember Peter Kay's car share? Yeah. It was really referenced Ooh. in that. And I realised I do not know what this song is. Howard Donald fronted, right? Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, in the period where they all looked a bit grotty, he had dreadlocks. Did they wear a lot of long coats around the time? Robbie's, no, no, Robbie's left. They went, yeah, no, Robbie left during the promo Rob of this song, so he's, yeah, no, oh, wow. he's in the it's video. It's a lot of live footage. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of live footage, the video. It's um, a call and a response chorus, almost We Will Rock You style. Never forget where you're coming from. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, I do know this song. Yeah. Uh, I put, is it the best take that, question mark? No. No, I agree. Sung by the unsung and dreaded Howard from the Halifax Donald, classic call and response, all-knowing, self-referential, would have made a more fitting sonic headstone for take that part one than the frankly ploppy cover of How Deep Is Your Love that we have previously oh, dispatched. And Robbie left during the promo for this tune, so the jig pretty much was up. This is strong, though, isn't it? I, I defer to Craig on this. Best take that song going on one. Whoa. Honestly, top, top, one of the top 50 best songs for me. Fucking hell, Craig. Absolutely. Listen, and listen, I don't ever I just you just Wow. Do what you like must be in your top it's, ten. It's well written, it's well sung, it's well produced, it's absolutely soul raising at the chorus. I mean it is one of the most uplifting songs of all time. I mean if you're ever in a negative mood, this is one of those songs that can instantly instantly lift you. Uh I can't say enough good things about this song. If this song doesn't go into the Pantheon, it's it's an absolute travesty. Honestly, Craig, I really enjoy being your friend. Because sometimes <laughs> I just never know what's going to happen. And that is one of the most surprising outcomes. Yeah, it's really surprised me. I thought you were going to agree with me, Craig. I think, I think it's a great song. This was, this was around the time... This was where even fans, uh, uh, detractors of the uh, the boy bands of the era, kind of sat up and went, "That's actually a really well written song." Yeah, I think it's got a lot to do with Weber's production on it. Um, as much as I hate Weber, I think that the absolute bombastness uh, that he put behind that song, the the children's choir, uh, the whole orchestration behind it, elevates that song to a complete to a sort of Jim Steinman level. Oh. If, uh, would this have been the first time that a boy band goes orchestra? Probably, yeah, so, because I suppose it so was all about it, it was all it was all a bit play misty for me, wasn't it? You didn't want to take it too big because it was about the characters in the band mm. singing I mean, direct close shots in the video and all that, you know. Like, I can't really say that because the Beatles went orchestral in the mid sixties. Mm. The, the thing is, so, I, I said no, no. that before about the Walker Brothers, and we can't call the Beatles a boy band or the Walker Brothers because no. we we're we're attaching a modern thing. I know what you're saying, Craig, but. When I, I say boy band, I'm talking them. new kids onwards. I think this is the moment that take that stop being a boy band, and unfortunately is the full stop on the first part of the career. This is the moment where it everyone is. stood up and went, my God, this is an absolutely blinding song. And as much as I love a lot of take that's latter day output, I think they've had some absolutely storming songs uh, after reforming. I don't think they've ever quite got here again well liam I'm, I'm not asking you because i don't i think we need to move on well very you quickly I, mean? I will just say obviously it's do what you like then relight your fire okay. carry on <laughs> lulu, lulu doing a fairly good um lolita holloway impression 
Craig, yes. can I just qualify? You've gone on one, haven't you? I've gone. I'm gone. I'm gone. Craig, whatever Craig whatever is follows, Craig is in. I am all in on wow. this track. Liam, let's let's skip to the loo through these because I don't Craig's gone in, so I don't I don't it is his sorry, Craig, but your opinion isn't valid for these next two tracks. <laughs> Huzzah! Uh, unit number one, one, three, seven, five weeks. It's a big one. In May of 1962. Machine, any more information before we move on and hear this bad boy? It's been... Oh. <laughs> it's been... No, it's, it's definitely not that. I you, Either you or I have got that wrong. I've already said it was five weeks on that. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Looking at nothing the next on episode. this, nothing on this. Hit play, we know this one. Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah. Don't want a four-leaf clover. I can't think what it's called, though. <laughs> it's good luck charm. It's Elvis Presley good on his own. Charm. Echo Papa. This is only okay. Right. No, I disagree. Yes. No, 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 it's only okay. It's Elvis doing an Elvis impersonation. It's one of four number ones of Elvis in 1962. It's only okay, Liam. It's no, it's almost... kind of this kind of 12 bar bluesy thing. I dig it. Oh, right. Got time for it. Fine. Let's move on to unique number one, <laughs> number 10. <laughs> I can't be asked. I can't be asked <laughs> arguing with that shit. Um, it's it, right. Put it. It's not move, again. It's not moved the needle. But you can't say that's fucking worthy, mate. Jesus. I think that's, I I put that more in the, on the positive side of the scales than I do negative. Okay. You need number one ten thirty three. Any information before we get started on this one, please? It's been number one for one week on April the first, two thousand and six. Oh, hit play. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know this. Yeah. Is it? Nope. No, it may as well it... be Craig. It may as well be. This is Neo. Not Neo. Um, Neo, Neo, Niao, who is older than me, penned this song of heartbreak with the production team Stargate. Who, honestly, oh, wow. we bang into them more. We should we should mention Stargate. I'll do something on Stargate. Uh, minimal scratty production, as was the, was the want and the will of the time. A fucking great vocal and a keening, unfussy chorus makes this one a surprising winner. It's good. Like, can I do the chorus for this? Yes. And I'm so sick of love songs, so tired of tears. I really, I got a lot of time for this. It's understated. It's subtle, and I get why Craig says Usher as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, it's just accomplished. It's really accomplished. It's. It, it, it's not surprised me as much as Craig surprised me by going on one. We take that, but. I saw the title, NEO, so sick. And I thought, what a shame. (laughs) Easy bin. (laughs) And my most listened song of the week. Oh, wow. Cool. Great. Uh, Which means Craig is in Gone on One. Liam on Take That. Elvis Presley and NEO, NEO, NEO. Definitely. Keeper. Make it three. Boom. Who saw that coming? Lovely stuff, gentlemen. Who saw that coming? Uh, That's, wow. Are you feeling, how do you feel uh, now you've gone on one, Craig? Happy. Very happy. I mean, if if there's very few songs I'd do it on, I'm happy with that one. How did you feel when that number came up on the third? (laughs) <laughs> uh, apprehensive. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, do you wanna, uh, I'll be. Do you wrap? It would have had to have been a proper turd to have uh, to have sung that. Take that one for me. Unfortunately, it would have been. I mean, a real whiffy. Well, you didn't whiffy give it number. a chance, mate. You didn't give it a chance. No. You went on one. Yeah, hell for leather. That was strong. I like that. Should we wrap it? Yeah. Never. 
forget we've got Patreon. Head on. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, if you want to throw a couple of books our way, head over to patreon.com slash E-N-O-E podcast. Uh, we have a variety of different things there. We have bonus podcasts. We have extra articles. We have outtakes from the show. We have a picture of me with the lead singer of Ocean. Insert yeah. cheer here. <laughs> Uh, you can find us on all the socials. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. I refuse to call it X. Uh, I love that in every single newspaper it's on X brackets, formerly known as Twitter. Formerly Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So it should be fuck you, Elon. Uh, just because you bought it doesn't mean you can have it. I saw. Um, <laughs> what's it called? Is it called Starlink or something? The satellites mm. that he's got. Mm. I, we saw Never those go. It. We saw them go over the other night. I was like, yeah. Am I having a stroke? Nope. <laughs> I do you have your pills? I've not. I need to go help me in a second. But yeah, like just the line of lights was crazy. Anyway, uh, if you're short of anywhere to look, go to everynumberoneever.com where we have a link tree to all our various different sites and connections. Uh, after all that, malarkey. Mr. Maloney, how is the Pantheon looking after this week? Um, bloated, shall we say. So, Indeed. in this week went T-Swizzle with Antihero, the Wal-Bizzle with <laughs> Make It oh, Easy God. On Yourself, and Will Yizzle with Light My Fire. <laughs> you should do this for all of them. Yeah! <laughs> um, all of those have gone in this week. Unfortunately, Alexandra, my mum's in Soul to Soul, Bizzle, Bewizzled, or... Bastric Witch Dizzle and Lady Gaga and Bradley Kizzle have all hit the bin hard and have been replaced by Duke Jamizzle's Won't Look Back. Izzle. Izzle. Um, and finally, Take Vizzle's Never Forget to Elvis Prezzle's. Prezzle's? Prezzle's? I feel like I'm. <laughs> Can you smell burning toast? Pills, um, pills. Good luck, charm. And uh, oh. Nasal's so sick have made it Nasal. into the pantheon with <laughs> with Craig going on one. And that it's is like the state the of room. our pantheonizzle. Oh, God. Edit, edit this one, Leonard. Christ. <laughs> uh, thank you ever so much, Liam. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> I was here too. Be well for another week. Thank you for listening. Of course, we're going out with Never Forget by Take That. Another surprise from Craig, the mind of Mr. Lowe. Uh, stand up on the bus, clap your hands, get everyone joining in for a bit of TT action on your Monday morning. And we'll see you next week. Love you very much. Bye. So this will all be so the only part Robbie's on on the show. No, you didn't tell me there's a fucking gospel choir in it. <laughs>